Welcome to Cake Money Confidential, hosted by your girl, Taylor Quinn. I'm a business mentor, wife, mom, projector, Enneagram 3, cancer sign, and making money is my love language. Around here, we believe business gets to be wildly profitable and fun as fudge cake. In 2020, my first full calendar year in business, I made over $400,000 cash while full-time teaching, wifing, and growing a tiny human. Because I combine the woo and the work, I know I can have it all, and I'm here to teach and show you, you can too. You ready for an episode so juicy it should be confidential? Grab a slice of cake and let's dive in. What is up, fam? Okay, so this is like kind of part two, but really a standalone episode. But what I will say is if you have not listened to last week's episode, I highly recommend doing that because that's essentially like the pre-work to this. They do work on their own, but it's going to be 10 times, a million times, a thousand times, (laughs) all the times more potent if you listen to last week's episode and now this one. There's just going to be a lot more context. So This is an incredibly potent conversation. I'm excited. So we're going to be talking about not only a framework that I mentor, like the lens through which I mentor my clients through, right? But it's also a framework that has drastically, a concept framework, uh, method that has drastically helped me scale my business. Like not even fucking kidding you and scale it with ease and scale it with joy and with fun and without burnout. I've played with burnout a few times. I've flirted. Your girl has flirted with burnout. It is not fun. Um, I've definitely hit burnout at least once in my business. And that's like literally hitting burnout was the reason that like it just like it was meant to happen because this is how like this concept, this method, this lens landed so deeply for me right? There's a reason for the season. You know the saying. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) this is also an episode where I'm going to be sharing a pattern that I clocked and how some of my own medicine, my own teachings, my own practices are really coming full circle. And I always say that we will be reintroduced to our own work, our own medicine at a deeper level, because that's how we continue to integrate and embody on a whole other level. And I see this all the time. This was, I was not supposed to talk about this, but we're going to go there. I see this all the time with clients, like really get in their head of like, oh my God, because I'm like entering a challenging season with X topic. And that topic just has to like, happens to be something that they support their clients with. They get in their head of like, am I an imposter because of this? Like, am I not qualified to teach this? And I would say like nine times out of 10, the answer is no, you are not an imposter. You are actually being called into a season of deeper integration with this work, deeper level of embodiment, like deepening your experience with this work, which is in turn going to make you a 10 times better mentor when it comes to this topic. Okay. So if you're, if you're right now in a season where you might be struggling with something and that something is, is something, how many times can I fucking say something in a sentence, but it just happens to be something that you support your clients with. Just know that you are more than likely, like I said, like nine times out of 10 being called to really just deepen your level of understanding and experience and knowledge and context and expertise when it comes to supporting your clients, but also yourself. Right. And so that's what I mean by like, in this episode, I know and can witness that I'm being called home into my own medicine. And I was like able to clock the pattern. Okay. And why I was able to clock that pattern? Self-awareness and personal discernment, baby. So listen to last week's episode. <laughs> okay. So into like the lens, the framework, we could call it a million different freaking things concept. So I truly believe that there are two seasons in business. 
And the first season being like Path of Least Resistance. Path of Least Resistance. And wow, this is a very difficult season for a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of high achievers to lean into and to surrender into. It's the doing less. It's the being more right? It's the less doing and it's the more being. And it's really freaking hard for people who like to have control and also tie their worth to how productive they are, right? Like they wear busy like a badge of honor. Oh my God, I'm so busy. I got all this to do, right? But when you're in a season path of least resistance, you're actually doing less and you're trusting and you're surrendering more, right? And so when you're in the season of path of least resistance, We wish she could talk. Wow, she has a whole podcast and could barely say a couple of words. Um, Anyway, so when you're in a season of path of least resistance, it's really going to feel like, you know, how can I let this be as easy as possible? Here, you know, you are flowing with what already works. You're really leaning into that trust surrender flow. Like there have been so many times in business where I've been in the season of path of least resistance. And those have been my three words like tattooed on my forehead, my heart, my butt, cheeks, like all the places. (laughs) It's like you are really in a season of surrendering to your season, right? trusting that it's all going to work out, that it's all more than enough and really just flowing with the day to day and releasing the expectations. Okay. You know, and this might look like you might be riding the momentum that you've created throughout your entire time in business. Maybe you're repurposing content, you're selling passive courses, you're selling one offer. It's truly the vibe is let it be as easy as fucking possible. Like that's the season. Okay. And this season can come about because of personal circumstances, like, like real life circumstances. This is not excuses. This is real life. And that's where that self-awareness piece comes in from last week's episode. You have to have self-awareness in order to very clean and objectively determine your season. An example of path of least resistance seasons for me in business is, you know, it's almost like I started my business with a path of least resistance season with teaching full-time right? Like, yes, I did the work. And yes, I did a lot of work that a lot of people weren't willing to do, which is why I'm here now. And I have the results that I have. But I also had to challenge things. I also had to say, okay, is this required? Is there a better way? Is there an easier way? Can I trust more? And so that was like, kind of a season of least resistance. It's almost like, well, let me explain the next season. And then I'll give examples of what I was in each, right? Okay, so that's the first season is path of least resistance. The second season is pushing an edge. So this is really a season of challenging yourself. This is really a season of, you know, where are my business blind spots? Where can I be a little bit more innovative? Where can I lean into personal growth here? You know, you're really going to challenge yourself. You know, maybe you're creating a new program. You're putting new systems in place. You're launching a podcast. Like you're starting to run ads. Like you're doing funnels. Whatever it is, you're pushing an edge. You're making like a huge investment. Like it can look in a lot of different ways, right? Um, But so examples of seasons of both for me, I am very much entering out of a season of pushing an edge, right? My first trimester, (laughs) you grow so out of breath, almost 37 weeks pregnant. Anyways, well, let me just say this whole year. So it's kind of been me juggling both and that's gonna like, it's all gonna come together in just a second. A very clear season of me for Path of Least Resistance has been first times or first times, both times that I've been in my first trimester. So when I was in my first trimester with Xavier, I was also still full teaching, full-time teaching. 
<laughs> Y'all, word salad. Word salad is a part of this brand. Cake money and word salad, very congruent. Um, so when I was pregnant with Xavian, my first trimester, very nauseous, very sick, very low energy, also full-time teaching, also running my business, I was in a season of path of least resistance, right? I wasn't creating a new program. I wasn't putting any new systems into place. I was letting what worked fucking work. That's what I was doing. And I was constantly saying, how can I let this be easier? How can I believe, like, how can I back this with my belief system? How can I allow other people to support me? Like, how can I, you know, repurpose what I've already done? Like all the things, right? Path of least resistance. Now, also, first trimester with baby girl, we're moving across country. I have a toddler. I'm running a seven-figure business. We're, we're, we have just bought a home. We're selling our other home. Like, very much business needs to be in path of least resistance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and so those are both examples of when I've been in seasons of path, or path of least resistance in my business. But I have the self-awareness to know when I'm like extending beyond that and my season and path of least resistance. And of course, I can bring the lessons and the concepts of path of least resistance into pushing an edge. But I need that self-awareness and personal discernment to really meet myself where I'm at and say, okay, I'm actually now in a season of pushing an edge. I have more space right? I'm not nauseous every day. I have that second trimester, God bless, energy. And so I'm actually in a season of pushing an edge now. And so I'm I'm actually, as we speak, leaving a season of pushing an edge. And I'm going to be entering a season of path of least resistance again when baby girl gets here, right? Becoming a family of four. What does that look like? A mom of two. Um, and so, but it takes the self-awareness to know like, no, I'm not being lazy. I'm actually just in a season of path of least resistance. Or I am being lazy and I actually need to push an edge, right? See where that self-awareness and the personal discernment piece come in? So important. And here's the thing. I have beliefs that support me throughout each season, right? And that some, these beliefs, some would find incredibly contradictory. Like they very much contradict each other, right? And in the industry, you know, you will see this very polarizing messaging around what you need to do, be, act on in order to have success. Like there's two very different sides. Like we can take the concept of money. Some people believe like they're very, very in their like surrender and believe it to be true and da, da, da. And then there's like this full pendulum swing of like, you need to do, 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 do. The money will come. Do, 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 right? It's like hustle culture versus ease and flow. And it's like, people are very much one or the other, but it's almost like this is, we get to play in both realms. We get to truly meet ourselves where we're at. Right. But this messaging around, if you're not constantly pushing your edges, you're not constantly growing to me, that isn't sustainable. That isn't how I want to run my business. That to me, that isn't actually running a mature business. And, you know, on the flip side of this conversation, this messaging around, if you just think it to be true, it'll be true. And if you just decide you're going to be rich, you're going to get rich. And if you just, that isn't sustainable either. Like that's not running a mature business either because there are seasons of pushing your edge required, but there are seasons of deciding it gets to be true. So it's fucking true required. Both seasons are required, right? It's about having the self-awareness and the personal discernment to know which season you're in and leverage that to continue to scale and build in a sustainable way. So let's let's like talk a little bit more about the um, 
the beliefs that support me throughout each of these seasons. And yes, they are very contradictory, like I said at the beginning of this episode. Um, so an example is, you know, when I'm in a season of path of least resistance, I lean heavily on my relationship with money, my money mindset, my beliefs around being supported. It's all working in my favor. Clients are always on their way to me. I don't have to show up online to sign clients. Clients constantly find my Instagram and binge it and can't wait to pay me, right? Like there's so many beliefs that I have that I complete, like they're just very true for me. Like they're, they just feel no brainer for me. Um, you know, the fact that I'm always fully open and willing to receive money and clients without lifting a finger, like there's just so many things, right? This is what for, you know, typically in this industry would be described as more like feminine energy, more receivership, lean back. Right. But in seasons of pushing the limits, like pushing an edge, I lean heavily on clocking my patterns, like looking for laziness. Where can I improve? Where are the blind spots? Money is found in the continued action. Yes, in order for growth, we have to move forward. Like continued innovation. We're creating new things. We're creating even more momentum. We're, um, some of this can be refinement, but you know, this is what a lot of people would describe as like the masculine action, like driven energy, right? And here's the thing. What is truly what is required to truly know which season you're in and leverage the season to your benefit, self-awareness, personal discernment, no ego present. So again, if you have not listened to last week's episode, do that now. Like go back, listen to that episode. Um, it's just going to be so, so valuable and start really practicing and implementing the things that we talked about. And you know, that episode, it's, that's really where we talk about strengthening those things. So strengthening self-awareness to know and truly meet yourself where you're at. No ego present, clean energy, very neutral objective. And that's going to be one of the greatest business assets that you can have. It just is. So anyways, the other side of this is I, And it's interesting because both of these seasons can work together beautifully. So the other layer to this is I will purposely put myself in situations that will stretch me and would be considered, you know, like it would be considered an action or a commitment of being in a pushing an edge season. Like while I know I'm going to be in path of least resistance in order to, this is one of like my biggest strategies for increasing your capacity, increasing, increasing your leadership, increasing your emotional intelligence, increasing what you can hold as a business owner, truly, right? So it's like you can, knowing you're going to be entering season of path of least resistance, purposely put yourself and start to like stretch into that pushing an edge commit to things that would make you push an edge during seasons of path of least resistance. Um, you know, example of this is when I signed on with my mentor, I've recorded two podcast podcast episodes about this, like the, uh, like the behind the scenes of the process of doing it. And then questions I also asked myself. So those are beautiful episodes if you have not listened to those, but instead of committing, cause there was an option to commit for six months, but instead of committing, you know, cause it's like, If I would have committed to six months, I would be essentially ending my time in the mastermind and that mentorship right when baby girl was here. And that's what a lot of people would do. And there's nothing wrong with that. However, I was like, you know what? I know I'm going to be entering a season of path of least resistance. I actually want to hold myself to pushing an edge during that season, right? Some things do not get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. Um, I will absolutely be choosing path of least resistance in (laughs) like one thousand percent but that was one area because I've always been a mentorship there's literally never been a time where I've not had a mentor period point blank I value mentorship so damn much but this is also the biggest investment I've ever made in myself and my business in my growth all the things and so 
I was like, you know what? I'm very much in a place and with my level of emotional intelligence where I'm at the next steps, like the work that I know I'm being led into, I need to actually commit to a year. Like I remember having that conversation with my husband, Ryan, and being like, no, I'm meant to do this for a year. I'm meant to stay plugged into this during postpartum. I'm meant to like, that's what I'm meant to do. And so I committed to a year, even knowing I'm having another baby, like baby girl will be here, the transition to a family of four. It, it's going to be, is it going to be a lot? Probably like some days it will be a lot, you know, but I'm so committed to that. And so all of this to say, like both of these concepts and seasons work together, they compound and they, it's like they benefit one another beautifully and they can, like you can bounce between seasons and you can push your edge and, and you can, it's just, it's so good right? There are so many ways to utilize these two seasons, the beliefs that are required for each, the tools that are most supportive during each to scale your business. But because of the polarizing messaging in the industry, which obviously turned into a little bit of conditioning for me, I made it mean that there was this lack of congruency in my brand. So this is where we talk about that pattern that I clocked and being called into my own medicine. You know, I made it mean like, ooh, am I wishy-washy? Like I had a moment of insecurity around this and I made it mean that I I wasn't unwavering enough or what the fuck ever. Like the other day I was having this conversation with my mentor, you know, and I was saying like the one thing I felt like has been so supportive for me throughout my journey is knowing which season I'm in and shifting and adjusting my focus, my beliefs, my boundaries, my priorities, all the things and so much more accordingly and doing it very unapologetically right? And when I do this from a place of self-awareness and personal discernment, clean energy, objective, neutral, my focus and my strategy, they also shift as well, right? Things work. (laughs) It's like things work. I continue to be very consistent in the areas that matter. I continue to lean into the daily money-making practices. Like they just work. An example of this, when I first had Xavier, I was in a very different season of business, right? Compared to before having him. And business did not look the same as before. Strategy did not look the same as before. It couldn't, right? Everything in my personal day-to-day life changed. Therefore, business could not be the same. Things had to change. Things had to go. I had to, like, it just, I wasn't the same person. I just wasn't. So I was in a season very much when Xavier first got here of path of least resistance. I had to know which balls I could drop and they would bounce, right? It didn't mean giving those things up forever. It maybe it meant, like, tweaky the strategy to now fit my new season, my new life, my new role in motherhood. Maybe it looked like, yeah, sometimes it did look like letting things go for good and deciding that they weren't required, right? And and sometimes it simply meant just shifting my priorities to align with my path of least resistance, like being willing to really meet myself where I was at, know I was in a season of path of least resistance, not try to distract myself and avoid by, you know, doing X, Y, and Z and just leaning into trust, surrender, flow like knowing that I could still have it all, knowing what I was, you know, going to decide wasn't required and what, what, all the things, right? And, but here's the thing is that knowing it was only a season. So knowing that I would eventually enter a season of pushing an edge again, right? And that's what I think is so important. A lot of times our brain, like when we'll enter a season of path of least resistance, we want to make it mean everything about the future. Oh my God, we're never going to be able to do this again. Oh my God, we're da, da, da. Instead of just being like, you know what? This is a season. Let me meet myself where I'm at. Let me love myself through it. Let me give myself grace. Let me fucking enjoy it. Let me enjoy doing less. Let me enjoy leaning into the beliefs that it all gets to work out. It all gets to be perfect and it's all working in my favor. And of course, I'm still going to make a fuck ton of money, right? Can you just let yourself enjoy that, right? But... Because of that conditioning piece, right, 
in the online industry of like this complete polarizing messaging and you have to stick one thing and be super consistent and preaching the same message and da 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 da. I, I made it mean that I was wishy-washy or inconsistent or whatever when in reality the way that I navigate my life and business is the very reason people hire me, right? It's the reason, like these concepts of these different seasons in business, it's the reason I've been able to have Xavian and my income continue to increase. It's the reason I went from, you know, becoming a mom the year, that year that I became a mom, Xavian was born um, in April and that year that he was born was a over 500k cash year that very next year my first full calendar year being a mom half of which i was a stay-at-home mom was over 800k cash right these seasons are the reason that was possible and so isn't it funny i got in my head about it <laughs> right and i've got i've talked about these concepts with my clients so many times like i said this is the lens through which i teach my clients and i mentor them is this the lens of like knowing your season, personal discernment, self-awareness, all the things. And I've, again, talked about these concepts with my client, but not necessarily in my free content until now, until this episode. And so, you know, I was having this conversation with my mentor and I'm like, this is what's really been really, really supportive of me. And this is like, and I was like clocking myself in this pattern of like, but I feel like that makes me wishy-washy because I could like, I get to choose beliefs that support me in different seasons. But then I'm like, wait, and I'm literally just processing this all out loud with her. And I'm like, that's actually why people fucking hire me. <laughs> like, that's literally why I have the results that I have. Let me be more forward facing about that. Right. And it's like, I was leading with these concepts through my actions, but I didn't necessarily speak about them or give very direct articulation to these concepts. And when it comes to personal branding and building a business and having really fucking good marketing, both showing and telling are required. So we're going to end this episode with some reflection questions on all the things, because we talked about a lot in this, in this uh, podcast episode, but what are you making a problem right now that doesn't need to be a problem? Okay, let's say that again. What are you making a problem right now that doesn't need to be a problem? What concept do you believe in, live by, like do business in whatever industry you're in, right? Like do nutrition, like whatever concept. What concept do you do all day long that you, your brain is telling you it doesn't feel good enough or worthy enough or shiny enough or whatever because of industry conditioning, societal conditioning, whatever it is. Think about it. I also want to guarantee you that very thing that you're in your head about sharing, owning, being your thing, like literally making it your fucking thing. You're saying it's not good enough is the very reason that somebody will hire you. Like imagine if you just talked about that thing and somebody was like, that's exactly what I've been looking for. Thank God. Let me hire her. Right? Where are you leading with actions, but you need to actually take it a step further and speak to it. Like really own it. And know that it could become a huge part of your brand, right? And sometimes I will say this, this hasn't come up till now because this, this concept of path of least resistance and pushing an edge, it just feels very second nature to me. I have so much self-awareness and personal discernment in my business. I can bounce between these seasons. I can bounce between the beliefs. I can, I can combine the two. Like it just feels so second nature to me that almost for like a lot of this year, I didn't even think to make it my thing. You know what I mean? I didn't even think to talk about this on social media. I didn't think... Like it just wasn't there yet because it felt so second nature. And so where are you sitting on something that feels so second nature to you that probably doesn't for your, your dreamy client, that if you just spoke to it, if you just taught on it, if you did a masterclass on it, like whatever, like this literally, well, let me say this. If you just taught on it, 
they would be like, oh my, <laughs> take my money. You can't take my money fast enough. And so what I was saying was, I could see these concepts, which it probably will becoming an entire program of mine, like an entire curriculum, because what I, what I believe is that my business is not my baby. Y'all have heard me say this a million times. And in order for that to work, right, for my clients and for other people, like this curriculum just needs to come through. It just does. (laughs) Like I just, I'm like hearing myself and like, this is all processing and landing in this moment this just needs to be a curriculum. Like even when I was having this conversation with my mentor, like I was like, this is a masterclass, isn't it? She's like, yeah. I'm like, actually it might be a full blown curriculum. And she's like, yeah, (laughs) because this is just so important to know for business. It just is. It's how I mentor. Right. But now there's an opportunity obviously to create a structured curriculum around it because I'm owning it. And so that ties back to the conversation of what is something that feels so second nature to you? right? To the point where your brain is like, that's not good enough. You couldn't teach on that. Like people wouldn't be interested in that or you can't do that or whatever is telling you, you can't do it, do it, own it. The thing that you think isn't good enough is a thing that will make you a fuck ton of money and will create so much impact. Where can you be a little louder, a little bolder in your approach, a little bit more willing to give less fucks about what others think or society has conditioned you to believe and just go for it. Where can you just say like, whatever is on your heart and own it right and then the other season like the other season the other flip side of this conversation is which season are you in right can you just simply like the first step for you um is just identifying which season that you're in right practicing self-awareness practicing the personal discernment and doing it from a very objective lens but what season are you in not choosing path of least resistance from a place of laziness, but from a place of real life circumstance. Not choosing to push an edge just because that's what society and the industry preaches because that's what you have to do to be successful. But are you really in a season of pushing an edge because your life is more spacious? Like there's a routine. It's not, it's like whatever, right? So beating yourself where you're at. I'm so excited that this is like witness for this. To, well, by the time this you're listening to this, this will be out in the world, right? This is my first like, free piece of content around this concept and I'm very very excited if you all and this any part of this resonated I know we talked about there was so many layers to this conversation and this is another like obviously mentorship conversation episode again if you love it DM me I want to know if you resonated with any of this DM me I want to know and also share this on your Instagram stories if you are obsessed with this information as I'm obsessed with you I love you I love you I love you and I'll see you next week bye y'all podcast fam listen hold your cake pops your girl needs to tell you something it would mean the absolute freaking world to me if you would share our podcast with your three closest business besties so if you love this episode as much as i love you and you want to help our podcast create even more impact in this world take a screenshot of this episode and just text your best friend like sam you gotta listen to this asap i'm so thankful for you and your support wishing you a booty load of cake and massive amounts of money i love you so freaking much see you next week